What if I were to tell you that the power behind your parenting actually doesn't come in your acumen or your skill set regarding how to effectively parent someone, but actually comes from your ability to avoid projecting your own insecurities and past traumas onto your children? Let's talk about it today on the podcast. Welcome to the Love in Progress podcast, where we deep dive into self-reflection and healing as a catalyst for better relationships and leadership. I am your host and educator, Nina, and I'm here to be a guide to you in that process. Let's get started. All right, I want to talk to the parents in the room. And this is a hard one to hear because as a parent, I know I have caught myself in this exact trap over and over and over and over again. And that is the trap of using your parenting experience as a way to correct your past behaviors, meaning you're looking to teach incessantly and intently and maybe a little bit of an overexerting way the lessons that you wished you would have learned younger in your life because you want to, I would hope, potentially help your child avoid those same pitfalls and mistakes. Parenting from this approach, while I know is well-meaning, is doing more harm than it is good, my friend. And yes, while the experiences you had in your own childhood are formative to your point of view right now and likely do bring important lessons in your own parenting as you're helping children through those same life situations or at least similar ones, it is not your job to protect your children from the growth they will experience by going through similar situations. I think you would agree with me in looking back in your past that everything that you've gone through, especially the hard things, helped make you the person you are today. And if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're trying to do good in your life. You're trying to grow and develop and expand and be a contributing person to society, to have quality relationships, to try to heal your own wounding. So I know you're on the right path and I know you seek good things. And because you went through those hard experiences, you are who you are. Those were catalysts for you to have that kind of perspective that you do today. And while yes, there's millions of things that we experience in our life that we just plain wish we wouldn't have, I want you to look back lovingly to your childhood and to your traumas and say, wow, if I hadn't gone through that, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I'm proud of who I am today. I'm proud of how I picked myself up and I chose to move forward. I'm proud of myself for knowing that my childhood traumas do not have to be repeated in my children, but if they are, I'm at a better place to be able to support them in recovering from those traumas and challenges. It's a completely different perspective. You cannot get to the conclusions that you hope for your children, which is that they will learn to love themselves and love others. If you're constantly filtering it through the, well, I don't want you to make the same mistakes I made, so I'm going to parent you in a way that protects you from those things. Now, I know there's certainly been situations in your life that are going to cause you to treat people in your life differently, and that's okay. 
But I want you to really dive with me today in asking yourself, am I putting a filter over my child right now that's really trying to heal my own wounds? The real work in parenting is unraveling the belief that you have the perfect wisdom and irreplaceable experience that you need to impart onto your children and ultimately then receive the validation that they won't make the same mistakes that you made and in some way rectify those mistakes that you did make in your past. Those feelings of regret that we carry into parenthood and inadvertently put upon our children is what's keeping your child from experiencing growth. I believe you want to protect them. I believe that your intentions are good. But I would challenge you today and every day in your parenting journey to ask yourself, am I trying to redeem some aspect of my past through my child? And if you are, you are holding them back. I will say time and time and time again that parenting has been one of the greatest personal development lessons of my entire life. It reveals to me my insecurities. It reveals to me my past traumas. It reveals to me my filters and belief systems in a more transparent way than anything else. (laughs) And while it's hard to see it, I'm so grateful I have an awareness of it. And I can be a change agent to not perpetuate that in my parenting with my child in front of me. Can I tell you a story? I realized when I was a child psychologist that these parents that were coming into my office, while very well-meaning and very concerned about their child's behaviors, uh, specifically their relationship building qualities, they really had a lot more to deal with in their own personal lives as to why that bothered them than even the problematic, quote unquote, experiences that the child was exhibiting in that moment. It was about what the parents had interpreted that to mean because of how the child was acting or relating to others. They were taking it as a sign that they weren't a good parent. They were holding their child to an expectation that they as an adult had regarding a certain situation or behavior, more so than holding the child to the expectation of one, their level of personal experience and learning in the moment, and two, the idea that they have to feel their way through an experience. They wanted to project their adult-based wisdom onto their child, like they should have known better, they shouldn't act this way, they are eliciting a certain response from the teachers in their life, the peers in their life, the authority figures in their life, and I would continually remind them that they're just children. (laughs) They don't know the ramifications of their behavior yet. They're purposefully quite selfish. In fact, beautifully selfish in a way that we as adults could emulate further. And they're just feeling out their world. They're learning through a massively impactful and effective, immersive experience. 
And that when we try to control our children's behavior specifically around areas that we ourselves struggled with, then we're keeping them back. We are. So as a child psychologist working in the professional field, attempting to try to help administrators and teachers and parents essentially manipulate children's behaviors to fit within their desired construct of behavior, I realized that the work that we were needing to do wasn't in the kids, <laughs> but it was in the parents who were supporting them, in the adults that were supporting them in this interference of what we believe should be happening when it comes to children's behavior and learning. And yes, there are boundaries when it comes to hurting other people or hurting themselves. But overall, the intuition in your little ones is right and good. And ultimately, it was what made me want to shift from being a child psychologist to really being a parent coach and a mindset mentor for adults. Because I realized when I could go in to do that work with the adults that were supporting the children, we helped the children more. <laughs> Can I tell you another funny story? Uh, just day before yesterday, I was watching my seven-year-old daughter. <laughs> this is just apparently a crying episode. <laughs> so sorry. I was watching my seven-year-old daughter. And we were sitting down at the table eating dinner. And she has always been very intuitive with her body. And she'll take breaks while she's eating and she'll climb under the table. <laughs> she'll take a couple of bites while she's in a squatting position on her seat. And then she'll jump up and start spinning around. <laughs> and I think the parenting Nina 15 years ago would have been like, Little one, you need to come sit at the table. You need to sit here until you finish your meal. Thank goodness. I've had a little bit of learning along the way. And I just watched her. I watched her flip her hair around. Uh, I watched her explore movement in her shoulders and arms. I watched her bend her body all the way over so she was upside down and then start shaking her hair out. And I was sitting in awe and appreciation in that moment that she could hear what her body was saying and that she didn't have the habitions to want to hold herself back when she felt that urge to move. And now I know what I do about somatic movement, about energy and motion moving through the body, emotion moving through the body, and responding to that in, in a very similar way to how she was moving. And I'm like, oh, she's moving energy. She's moving emotion. And she's probably having a lot of fun. And you know what I wanted in that moment? I wanted to jump up too. And I wanted to just turn up some music and let my body flow and move. I just took a beat and, and loved it and soaked it in. So it was just as enriching. But gosh, man, if we could just... Let our little ones be little and explore and be joyous. How many insights would we gain in watching them through that process? And then maybe in turn, taking an opportunity to act a bit more like them 
than about our own adult-like self. What I have found, my friends, is that when we return to our childlike state of ever humble, ever teachable, ever curious, ever playful, ever forgiving, ever grace-giving, ever joy-filled, ever listening and responding to the beautiful love and energy that's all around us all the time, that childlike wonder, it brings a lightheartedness back into our lives. It helps to release stress and worry and the burden of our adult-like state. And if you learn anything at all from this podcast today, it's that it's not our job to squash that in our children in an effort to try to protect them from experiences we had. It is our job to be the student of those intuitive responses that our children are offering in their own experience of learning and growing and moving through this life. Likewise, if you have a sweet kiddo that you're supporting, whether they're little or all the way up to adults, if they're experiencing personal anguish and overwhelm, perhaps it's time for you as the parent to release some expectations you may inadvertently be holding over them that's keeping them in such a tightly wound state. And then communicate it to them. Say, gosh, you know what? I Maybe I've been a little hard on you. Maybe I've held a little bit too high of an expectation for where you're at in your life. And I just want you to know I'm working on that. I'm going to try hard to just let you experience things. And I'm here believing in you 100% that you can work through those things. And you can come out on the other side with an experience that I couldn't have offered you just by giving you verbal advice. But that experience is something I would never want to take away from you. And I want you to move through it, to explore through it, to be curious through it. And I believe in you. Coming back, goodness, to understanding the power of childhood, I believe gives us permission as parents to release our expectations for them to act or to be a certain way and allow them to return to the frivolity and lightheartedness and exploration of childhood, the joy of childhood, the love of childhood, the reconciliation of making mistakes and then moving on and growing from it, the innate forgiveness of childhood. And just you believing that as a parent is going to communicate non-verbally over and over and over and over again. And listen, this is what I know. When we approach it from a place of childlike wonder, the experiences that our children go through aren't about us anymore. It's about them learning and them growing and us being there like a partner to help encourage them through support and belief and cheerleading that they can 100% do it. Lastly, I want to share this example for you. I was watching 
a child climb a slide. And my first thought was to say, oh, be careful, because it was a steep slide <laughs> and they didn't have good grip. And that would have been potentially in it with my child, my first response. Be careful. You don't want to slip. But instead, this other wise mother said, do you have something to hold on to? Grip it tight with those fingers. You can do this. Very different parenting. One is fear-based. One is encouragement-based. Helping them to know you support them. Helping them to know you believe in them. Helping them to know that you're going to be there to guide their process of learning it versus having them avoid situations that could be potentially harmful or challenging. That's the best way that I can share what I hope your vision is for your parenting is knowing that as you address your own baggage from your history and childhood, that you show up differently in your parenting, that how your child acts is no longer a reflection of who you are. You're able to hold that differentiation better. You're allowing the space for your child to experience things and ultimately you also to experience secondhand what it is that they're experiencing without the worry that you will ruin their lives by giving them improper direction, but you can just support that you're doing the best you can do in that moment and that it's not your job to control their behaviors or who they become. It also gives you an opportunity to once again explore being a beginner, looking at it from your current point of view versus how you may have perceived it when you were a child, when you were a teenager, but taking all that beautiful wisdom of experience and grace that you now know is so important and offering that to yourself as you learn to parent and, and as you offer it to your child, that there's always room to make mistakes. I know that there's massive potential for healing in doing this work. And in allowing of your children to learn through experience and know that that is the best way for them to learn, you are opening further doors for yourself to return to that childlike wonder to have that permission to do so, as well as give yourself an opportunity to release that judgment of yourself from the past and to just say it is what it is. And my kid gets to explore it just like I did. And yeah, they'll likely make mistakes. I hope it's not ones that are too hard. <laughs> but experience is the greatest teacher every time. Perhaps this is a good excuse for you to take a beginner's mindset once again. Look at it with fresh eyes. Tune back into your own little one that just wants to explore and see it new. And try and be curious and forgiving of yourself, of your past. And curious and forgiving about the cool experiences that you're offering to your child as you do so. Parenting, like many of the other things we talk about here, is an inside job. As much as I would like to give you the tactics to just rock it as a parent, my best piece of advice is to work on you and you'll show up 
as a better healed adult, a better healed facilitator, a better healed supporter and coach for these wonderful little ones that you have the pleasure of supporting in their growth experience. Now, in closing, let's talk about some journal prompts that I would love for you to write through today. I want you to ask yourself, how and in what ways am I projecting my past mistakes onto my children? And then second, how can I further support their experiencing life versus me trying to control it? The insights that you make today could be different from those that you have in a month. So if you're struggling in your parenting, especially with the projection of some of your past mistakes, you see your kiddos kind of falling into those similar traps, I want you to come back to these journal prompts and remind yourself that you are your own person and that they are their own person. And ask yourself, how can I further support their experience while keeping them safe versus me trying to control what that experience looks like? This is a big one. And I know it has the potential to completely change your parenting impact and approach. I hope that it does. Please come back and share with me the impact of this lesson in your family life and in your own personal development, because I'm anxious to hear it. I know that as we focus on parents' mental health and wellness, that we can impact generations. You can be a powerful change agent. You can choose at any moment to rewrite the legacy and to show up as a better healed parent and give your kids the chance to grow in the way that they really are meant to. I am rooting you on in this one. And I can't wait to hear how this impacts your family life. Please share it with me and remember to live well, look well, and be well. I will see you on the next podcast. Thanks friend for tuning in today and investing in your own growth. I'm proud of you. Now remember personal development can be inspiring and uplifting to listen to, but won't change your life until you put the learning into practice. That's where my mentorship and coursework comes in. If you're looking for accountability and real results in your life right now, then I'm here to help. Head to my website, allthingsnina.com and explore options that will best fit you, whether that's self-guided through prompts and coursework or with my assistance through personalized wellness mentorship. Remember, your best well life awaits. You just have to build it. Let's do it together. I'm rooting for you.